So in Parshas Miketz, we learn about Yosef telling his brothers, uh, plotting um, uh, with his brothers to tell them that they are spies. And um, he's only going to um, let him come back if they bring Binyamin. He keeps uh, Shimon there. In the meantime, first he takes them all. But that whole episode caused Yaakov tremendous amount of stress, agony, frustration. He was upset about all this. As the Pasik articulates that when they came back, they found their money in their packs and they were very upset. And the question is, why did... How come Yosef went and uh, did such a thing uh, to his father? I mean, even to his brothers, it says already in the Pasik that he cried because he saw that they were retracting this so they were having uh, remorse uh, for selling him and he cried so he didn't even uh, want to deal badly with his brothers as Rashi brought down from the Medrash beforehand that he treated them with compassion and they didn't and so all this, so even his brothers, he wouldn't want to do this to, it would seem. But especially uh, his father. And here he caused his father so much more aggravation. There's one thing of the separation is one thing, that he doesn't know where Yosef is, is one thing. But then to go on top of that, to take away, ben- to take away Shimon and try to pull away Binyamin from him, and his father didn't want to let him go, I mean, it seems like so um, uh, insensitive and almost cruel from Yosef to do this. How could Yosef do this? Now, the Rebbe discusses in the Sicha this whole idea, how come Yosef did not tell his father? That would be just, uh, his father was mourning for him. So that was a question that the Rebbe discusses. And the Rebbe basically explains that Yosef wasn't allowed because of the uh, vow that the brothers made and uh, and just like Rashi said Yitzchak couldn't reveal so Yosef couldn't reveal he wasn't allowed to reveal but that's one thing is not to reveal that he's alive but uh, to cause his father all these extra stress to cause him all these extra aggravation to make him so much more upset that's not only not telling him but that's doing a lot worse than that. So why um, why did Yosef do that? I mean, it's kind of hard to understand to explain Yosef's behavior. And um, further, the Rebbe explains that once Shever, uh, as, as Rashi says, he saw that they're still going on over there, but he wasn't sure what's Yeshever Mitzrayim. So that means that the time has already come to uh, reveal, and he wasn't sure, yes, yes, no, no, but still, uh, if it's a time already, as Rebbe explains over there, to, why would he cause a whole nother set of being upset and with his father by holding Shimon there and not letting them 
come back unless Binyamin comes, and Binyamin was uh, connected to his father, Nafshik Shuri Bin and and the whole thing as it happens, he seems so uh, difficult to understand. How could Yosef do something like that? So, but the um, the whole the whole story episode starts with really with the dreams of Yosef, and um, actually the first time we read about dreams was Yaakov's dream, and uh, he saw the Malach Elikim Elimvier Dimboy on the on the um, in his dream, but that wasn't the dream which Hashem told him what the future hold. It was actually what was taking place then. Malachi Lekim, Malachi Eretz Yisrael went to uh, went up, and the other ones, the other ones came down. So it was something that was taking place at the time. But the first time we start reading about dreams that Hashem was telling. Uh, in a dream, what is to take place, we find first thing by Yosef. So by Yosef, in the beginning of last week's parsha, the parsha of Yosef, we learn about, we learn about the two dreams of Yosef. First about the uh, bundles, that they were in the field making the bundles. And then he says, your bundles surrounded my bundles, and they bowed down. And then the second dream was about the sun and the moon and the 11 stars that were bound down to Yosef. Now, unlike in our parsha, in Parshas Miketz, where, 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 where Pare had two dreams, and one with the uh, cows, the Sheva Poris Bries and the Sheva Poris Rakis, and then he had a second dream, the um, Shibolim, the uh, good ones, and the Shdufes Kodim, and Vativlano, the whole dreams. But in our case, the Pesach says clearly, that the reason why there was two Cholomis, it wasn't because there were two separate Cholomis, but it was actually one and the same Cholom, but it was because it has to do with Shem is bringing it very quickly. But by the Cholomis of Yosef over there, it doesn't say anywhere that it was the same Cholom. It's not saying, and A, it wasn't quick, because it was a long time from the time that they sold him, the age of 17, till the time that they came back. And he became Mishnah Lamelech. He was already thirty, and uh, then later on the Shavash Neirov and the Shne and this Shneirov uh, Sava, and then the, the 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 two years of the of the hunger. This whole story. So this was a long time. So it wasn't my last So It was two separate dreams. So actually, uh, as the Pasik says over here, when his brothers came to buy to buy to to, to buy the food, and he accuses them. Of being Miraglim, it says, So Rashi says that now he saw, Yosef, Yosef saw that the Nevuah that he prophesied became true. But apparently, what part of the Nevuah came true over there, that was just the first Nevuah. First dream, because in the first dream, A, Binyamin wasn't there. There was only the ten brothers, so it wasn't Binyamin. In the first dream, when he says, There's mashma, those people who went to work in the fields, or the, sh- the shepherds and work in the field, that was beside Binyam. Binyam looked like still stayed home, but at least it's not clear in the Pasuk, in that for a dream, that all of the brothers, uh, that 
that it included also Binyam, it could have been just the brother. So now, as this dream was fulfilled, uh, he saw that the first part of the dream was fulfilled. But Yosef, Hashem is telling him all the future, what's going to, in these dreams were the future, just like his dream and the dream of Padre and the dream of the Saramashkim, the Saraifim, they were all things that were going to happen. So here he sees that this part of the dream happens. So now, presumably, uh, Yaakov was trying to get as quickly as possible for the other dream to come true. He was looking how to uh, how to make it true. You know, he couldn't reveal directly. So he said to go ahead and bring Binyamin because he he was under. He couldn't say bring the father and the mother here because that would not be uh, make uh, sense uh, to to go bring them just like that uh, from. So he he basically said, in order to get he was under the impression that maybe if he says to bring back Binyamin, maybe Yaakov and them would come along because they wouldn't sell him. Nafshik should have been Nafshik. And actually, Yosef had in mind to um, to hasten the end of the separation. And he was hopeful that maybe even when Binyamin comes and the rest of the dream, and 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 therefore he was waiting for that because before that he could not really uh, uh, reveal himself because the minute he would reveal himself and there would be no Yosef, then there would not be Ishtachavo. I mean, even uh, Yaakov wouldn't bow down because we knew he knew that it was Yosef. Uh, although it says later on by Ishtachu Yisrael Arusha Mitter, Rashi says Talabi Idna Sagidlei that you have to uh, bow down. But that's that's a different story. That's the story already when he was uh, at that point. But 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 for Yosef to think that his father would bow down to him, knowing that it was him, that would not be uh, fulfilling of the dream. So he wanted that his mother and father to come in a way. It looks like that when in Pasuk Vayigash. The whole time in in the case, they only called themselves avodim. But erst in parshas vayigash over there, the brothers with Binyamin. So you have achad osor kechovim already because you have the eleven brothers, and they keep on saying avducha adoni, avducha adoni. That represents that also that he is bowing down. And it's in a, in a sense that's bowing down by calling the father an Evid of Yosef. And therefore, Yosef already saw that the dream has come true. And that's why the time for revelation has come, has come under, um, come true. So, according to this, it seems that Yosef's intention was actually to hasten that dream of coming true by asking them to bring Binyamin. And uh, it seems like that, uh, Sometimes when there's extra pain, like we know that the Yidin was supposed to be in Mitzrayim for 400 years, in the end the Pasuk says to do, that's the 210 years. Because sometimes it's explained that the severity of the pain sort of hastened the um, time they had to spend there. So maybe the fact that Yaakov was in pain took away some of the time even though it's still the 22 years there, but to see from which time, but maybe the extra pain took away some of the time of the separation, and that's why Yaakov had to go through this, so um, he didn't uh, know exactly, and that's why he was in a lot of pain, 
And maybe that was something that had haste and actually coming. But Yosef certainly seems like did not intend to cause his father's pain and, 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 and agony, but rather he was actually trying to hasten it up. Maybe Hashem made it in a way that this would be painful so that that should hasten up and that he should be able to unite with his son as quickly as possible.